Hi gorgeous, this is episode number 117 with the wonderful fashion stylist Alicia Lenkin. Hi, this is Alicia Lenkin. You are listening to Heart Cells podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. I'm so looking forward to this wonderful conversation with Alicia today because she helps women to express themselves through fashion. Because when you look current, feel confident and stay true to yourself, you will sell more. But therefore, you need a wardrobe that inspires you. And that is all what Alicia is about. So before we tune into this amazing episode, make sure you hop on over to christineschlonsky.com slash podcast, find the episode of Alicia and connect with her. All her social media handles are linked. So it's just one click away. You also find the transcripts and the show notes and the wonderful resources we are talking about here to support your amazing journey. Today, I want to give a big shout out to our listeners from New York, New York, as well as to our listeners from Paris, France. Let's dive into this episode with Alicia and see how she helps women to express themselves through fashion so they look current, feel confident and stay true to themselves. As a commercial stylist for more than 20 years, Alicia has styled women of all shapes and sizes, including Tina Fey, Curry Underwood and Serena Williams. Her weekly blog and video show provides inspired style tips and insider tricks that make fashion fun and approachable. When she's not working, she's hanging out with her husband and her two kids on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. So if you like this episode, make sure you share it with your friends and subscribe because the next episode is coming out soon. And let's dive in to Alicia Lenkin's wisdom. Well, I'm so excited to have you on Heart Sales Podcast today, Alicia. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Christine. I am so excited to be here with you. Yes. And I, you know, you are all about fashion and clothes and we connected a while ago and I just loved what you are about. And I thought, well, how can we connect that to sales? And that we had an amazing conversation where you told me a little bit about your story and how it is to be a creative and, you know, following your dreams and making your dreams come true. And at the same time, also selling. So can you give us a little bit of a background first? because you are serving amazing, amazing clients. What brought you into your business? Well, I started out as a fashion stylist back in the 90s. So this was when a fashion stylist was a real behind the scenes position. There was no Instagram, no hashtag BTS. When I would meet people and they would ask me what I did, I'd say, I'm a stylist. And I had to explain to everybody what it was that I did because no one understood. So I was working on commercial shoots. I was styling for magazines, working with celebrities, working on commercials. And that was where the bulk of my career was, was on commercial shoots. And it was more recently that I shifted my focus to working with professional women because 
I started to see how these women really could benefit from the work that I offer, which is helping women to feel more confident in their clothes. It's one thing when you're working on a shoot with models or with uh, professionals who are there for the job and they want to look good, but working one-on-one with everyday women, the shifts are so profound. And when I see my clients experience firsthand the confidence that comes from understanding what to wear and and being more creative with their clothing, that's what makes it all worth it to me. So that's what that's what I love doing. Yeah, yeah. It's that's that's so amazing. And you know, clothes really can make a difference. I think, you know, I've been on occasions where I felt underdressed or overdressed, which then leads to not feeling comfortable in your skin. And I think especially in business, it's so important that you show up in a way that is authentic, that you know you want to present, well, you always present yourself. And by presenting yourself, it's also a form of, of selling yourself. How can people connect to you? And that can be done through clothing, right? Absolutely. And you know, I love what you said about how sometimes you feel overdressed, sometimes you feel underdressed. Yeah, this happens. And obviously, what you consider to be overdressed and underdressed is going to be different from what I feel overdressed and underdressed in. So the key is to figure out what is perfect for you because ultimately at the end of the day we want to feel like we belong and we want to feel that what we're wearing represents and presents ourselves in the best possible way so when you can figure out what to wear that is going to enable you to show up as your most authentic self so you feel true to who you are but also your most inspired and confident self this is when you're going to make the most sales <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's a perfect topic. Let's let's go right in. So, I it's interesting because the confidence piece and the clothing piece goes very well together. Right? I mean, I probably, you know, from what I feel for myself to be true, I can close in my PGs as well as I can close in my tailored suit. <laughs> right? I'm I'm totally fine with both. But if, you know, I would be in front of a client, obviously I would not feel amazing in my PJs, right? So it depends if you have, like if we talk about closing over the phone or closing one-on-one or like how, how do you make that distinction for your clients? Where, in which kind of events do you support them? Well, I think that's amazing that you can close clients in your PJs. <laughs> that is not something that I... Over the phone. Over the phone. Over right? the phone. Yes, of course. <laughs> over the phone. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is not something that I would recommend because... I believe that using your clothing and what you wear is an easy opportunity to build confidence. So if you're just putting your PJs on, I feel that you're missing out on this chance to give yourself more confidence because when you actually take time to think about how you want to feel in your clothes, who do you need to be, which version of yourself do you need to be on this call, that energy is is really important it's it's like a, a pre-show to your sales conversation so you take this time you can make it like a little ritual you don't have to spend too much time on it but it's just by bringing some intention to what you're wearing because just by putting this energy into thinking how you want to feel 
on the conversation with your clients? How do you want to show up? How do you want to listen to them and be supportive for them? Using your clothes can help you achieve this. When you think about what you're wearing and how you want to show up, more specifically, how you want to feel in your clothes. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I, yeah, I, I think I always go for the feel piece, mm-hmm. how I want to feel. And, you know, to be, to be fair, like when we talk about sales, you know, my confidence level is pretty high. But I totally see that for somebody who loves what they do, but who struggles with sales, who, you know, to st- struggles to make that offer or to ask their price, I 100% agree that with the right wardrobe, that can be like a total confident boost. Exactly. So, so why not take that opportunity? You yeah. know, you may not need that opportunity anymore, but for those who are still struggling through their sales calls, why not utilize this, you know, this opportunity to use your clothes, be intentional. And it's really just about shifting your energy. So wow. you're taking that time to shift your energy, to think about how do I want to feel on this call with my client. And so it is a little bit like a ritual if you want to have it be like that. You know, even if you're putting on your lipstick, you can look at yourself and think about, you know, who do I need to be on this call? It's just about being intentional with how you want to feel so that you can show up in the best possible way for your clients. Yeah, I love that. I love that with being intentional because I'm I'm a big believer about, you know, journaling where we actually set our intentions for the day where we set our intentions of how we want to approach clients or, or new clients and creating um, actually a, a tiny course around that where, you know, with journaling prompts, the mindset is totally shifted. So let's talk about the intention. Most of the time when we teach something, we have experienced it. We had had the learning. So where, where did you come from as a creative in, you know, when you started to actually be visible and you started your own business and, you know, go out to the world to, yeah, to win clients and to, you know, to serve them and provide your services? Yes. I love this question. I have always been confident with my clothes, putting together outfits, expressing myself creatively. That has always been a strength of mine. And that's why I went into business, into this business. Doing sales, making sales, however, has been an intense struggle for me because I am a creative person and I didn't, I didn't like the idea of selling someone. It felt too harsh. It felt like I needed to convince them. I I didn't understand. I didn't really understand what sales were at all. And it was a huge block for me. So while I had all this confidence in my clothing and what I was wearing, I was lacking confidence around sales. And I didn't even realize that I had this block. It, it went on for a while where I kept coming up against this block. Sales are sleazy. You're bad if you're making sales. This is the voice that was going on in my head. So it kept me. It kept me from even making offers, to be, wow. to be totally yeah. honest. 
So it was, it was once I finally became aware and that was when I started meeting other entrepreneurs because originally I was a freelance stylist, totally different world. I didn't have to sell. I even had an agent doing my selling for me. It was all word of mouth. It was people I knew totally different business. It wasn't until I shifted into more of an entrepreneurial experience with my business that I realized this whole selling thing that I needed to learn more about it and I needed to overcome my block really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's gold. What you, what you're just saying, because obviously you overcame your block because so many listeners here are creatives, musicians, photographers, maybe also in fashion and then coaches, consultants, solopreneurs in general, but they all have one thing in common. They just love what they do and putting that into the world is so much easier once you understood that sales piece because you are, first of all, you get rewarded for your work, money comes in, and then you do have a business instead of a hobby, which I think is so important. And it's probably, you know, sales is a backbone of, of each company. Without any sales, you don't, you don't have that business. So for people to keep doing what they love, it's essential to make sales. So when you say you, you came to that block over and over again, how, how did you overcome it? Like what advice could you give another creative who might be listening in today to overcome such a block? Well, the first thing was I didn't even know I had this block. It was sales are bad. And that was the block I kept coming up to, kept coming up to and it felt like it was outside of me. Mm. It wasn't until I realized that it was coming from within me. So awareness was the first step, even to understand that I had this block against selling because I was creative and creatives don't sell their stuff. You know, it just seemed like, like I said, it seems sleazy. So becoming aware that I even had the block was the first step. And then I, I, I started hanging around. I spent my time around other entrepreneurs. So I have to say having community, someone to talk to was also crucial for me. And I remember one conversation I was having with an entrepreneur friend and she said, said, what do you want? And I said, I need to sell. And that was when it was all of a sudden the intention the intention came there. I realized that I needed, I needed to get past that block. And the way that I did that was I had to believe in what I was offering and I had to believe that it was a service to my clients. So it wasn't selling them, it was helping them. And once I came to that realization, everything shifted. Awesome. So for, for the people listening who might not even be aware that they have a block, what was the self-talk that was going on for you back then? Do you remember some of it? It was so strong that I do still remember it. Um, sales are sleazy. When I would see certain people's promoting themselves or selling, I got this terrible feeling inside my body. It made me shrink. It was, it really impacted me physically. And um, I didn't want to have anything to do with that. I didn't believe it was authentic. I didn't see the service piece at all. I didn't even understand that. To me, it was almost as if like every person selling, I equated them like a used car salesman, you know, who really was trying to rip people off. That I just, everybody went into that category for me. I didn't understand this idea that you're actually helping your customers. Yeah. 
So people that are not aware, like what could, what could they look for in what they experiencing? So feeling it in their body when they see others selling. Yes. Right? That's a big one. Yeah. I had, I, had, I had that experience with a friend uh, recently who I invited to look up a certain program. We had talked about, you know, a tool to use. And then I said, well, check that out. I took the program. It's amazing. So there was already, you know, a positive testimonial. And the person had a countdown timer <laughs> on their page, which totally threw this person off. Um, interestingly, two days later, he went back and he booked it, which I thought, you know, what, what is all that trouble and struggle for if you would have booked it? you know, right away, um, that would have been amazing. So, but feeling it in your body, that was also in reaction. And then talking to yourself, like sales is sleazy. Like when people get themselves thinking sales is icky, sleazy, salesy, pushy, that is very well a wording that could point to those blocks, right? Yes, because I think that the feeling in the body correlates with that. It is a feeling of being as if I was being put. I might not even have been the person that they're selling to. This could just be, you know, in my space, somebody is selling something and I would start to feel it because my block was so severe. So yeah. I would feel, feel it all the time. But just, you know, those words definitely, um, pushiness is definitely a big word that would trigger me. Hmm. Awesome. So people now have a way where to look and then, you know, shifting and thinking of service is then the next step. So how, how does your piece come to it with the closing? Like now I, I got that, I got this block. I know it's possible that I get out of the situation, right? That I, that I can serve more people by selling more, by making offers. What did you do then after you figured out that you need to change your thinking how did your clothes support you well i was always confident with my clothes so that wasn't a big hurdle for me to overcome but using my clothing and my wardrobe choices to build my confidence before i would make a sales pitch was huge so i so the first time i ever sold something it was online i was doing a facebook live and i i did my pre-ritual. And uh, I thought about what do I, who do I want to be for this? How do I want to feel? And I really went deep into what I was going to wear. So I looked at all my clothing. I aligned. So I love this idea of taking, going through your closet, pulling out different items and aligning the clothing choices with the words that describe how you want to feel. So if I wanted to feel strong and powerful, I'd reach for my wool blazer, you know, so you can find a piece of clothing that correlates with the feeling that you want to have. If I want to feel approachable and soft and feminine, I'd go for my silk floral blouse. So I did this. I thought about how I wanted to feel and I wanted to feel approachable. That to me was an important component. I wanted to connect and relate to my audience. So for me, I chose softer, more feminine pieces that I would wear because that helps me to embody that feeling when I'm making my pitch and it, yeah. it builds my confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. For me, it's always a feeling of feeling comfortable in my skin. Mm. So, and, and I, I think it's so beautiful that you bring that up because it being aligned with what you wear puts you on a totally different level. I mean, it's giving you, it's, 
it's giving you something that not everybody is thinking about. So that's why I ask, why wouldn't you try this? It's, it's just another tool in your toolbox. Why wouldn't you try it? See how it goes for you. Just give it a chance. It might work. Oh, definitely. I'm totally sure it will work. It worked um, for me. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I, I can, I can see that, that there is a difference, especially when you, when you show up live and lots of people might have those live conversations or conversations via Zoom or Skype. It's not always on the telephone. And then, you know, you, you want to be presented in, you know, the best way, but also in an authentic way. Absolutely. And that's why I believe that you should really take some time and get intentional with your entire outfit because it's about the energy that you're putting forward. So if yeah. you give yourself that time to really think about how you want to present yourself, what do you want to wear? How do you want to be received? A lot of people think about how others will perceive them, but I like to think about how they will receive me. It's just a, it's just a more gentle way of thinking about it. So giving yourself that time to think about that is really going to impact how you show up because you're going to show up with more confidence. And then once you show up with more confidence, people are going to respond to that. They're going to give you back positive energy and then it becomes this beautiful feedback loop. So then you're inspired to do it again the next time. You're like, oh, that worked. I'm going to try that again. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So what are, I know that you have, you know, like a checklist and I'm going to put the link in the show notes for seven steps to an incredible outfit. So can you just share maybe one step right now? Like what's your favorite step that you can take to get that incredible outfit? So I think aligning, like feeling, like really opening your closet and maybe just standing there looking at all your options and feeling what speaks to you, that would be something that comes to my mind. What would you say? Well, intention is definitely one of the steps. It's incredibly important. And this checklist is really helpful for anybody who is feeling stuck. They look at their closet, they look at their wardrobe, and they feel like they have no options. They don't like what they see. They don't like what they imagine, how they'll look in their clothes, so they're not happy with that. So they're feeling stuck. This checklist is going to help you cut through and break through this style rut. And it's going to give you ideas. It's going to give you inspiration. But most importantly, it's going to get your creativity going. So just by taking the time and going through this checklist, you're going to shift your energy away from the style rut into creativity. And you're even going to have fun because some of the steps there are pretty uh, unexpected. So it's just a new way to look at your wardrobe and to create your outfit. Yeah, wonderful. Um, so let's look deeper into some questions, especially around, I mean, people cannot see us, but I, you know, I see you right now and you look beautiful and your, your clothes are wonderful. And, you know, I keep thinking like, wow, that's so well put together. And I can totally see that confidence and how it radiates. Has it always been this way or like, maybe growing up or so at some point in your life, you, you, you struggled even with that piece also regarding your own wardrobe. 
Well, I'm going to tell you something that not that many people know, but I was, I grew up incredibly confident about my style, what I wore and my creative expression style has always been about creative expression for me. It was less about designer clothes and the actual clothes themselves. It was more about how can I put this together to express myself. So I grew up very confident. It wasn't until I started working in the fashion industry that my confidence got killed. I started working in the fashion industry and even right from the beginning as an assistant to being an editorial stylist, meaning I was working on magazines, dealing with showrooms, going to fashion shows, my confidence got killed. So there was that time period where I struggled with how I was showing up on shoots. So it wasn't like the way you would imagine. I'm sure you can imagine how the fashion industry would kill a woman's confidence just because it places these unrealistic expectations, this strive for perfection. So my experience was a little different because I was in the industry itself. So I experienced it from a different perspective. It was the way I was treated because I wasn't high fashion. I wasn't working at Vogue. So there's a real hierarchy there that you feel when you're in it. And I never felt like I belonged. So that that's part of the reason I'm so inspired to help everyday professional women is because I went through that myself working in the industry. Yeah, and I, I can totally see that when when you have that natural confidence and then all of a sudden you are put into a cluster or a drawer or you know, you get like a rating and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, it was pretty intense and um, I wasn't like the other the other people in the industry and I always felt like that. So it's interesting because when I was younger, I prided myself on looking a little bit different, but then all of a sudden I had people looking down at me and questioning the things I was doing for my work as a stylist. So that really made me question myself. Mm. And it, it took a while before I finally was able to put that behind me. I mean, part of it is I shifted who I was working with. So that was a big part of it. I started surrounding myself around different people. But to be honest, the, the way that I got out of it was I started a yoga practice. And just having that own, my own mind-body awareness, that made me feel the confidence that I needed, then I was able to bring that back with me on to photo shoots. Mm, I love that. So you shifted into body work, so to speak, and connecting the spirit and the body. Yeah, I love that. I did a, I did a while when I was still in corporate, I had like a yoga class on Monday to get into the week and on Friday to get out of the week. <laughs> so... Luckily, I don't need any of that right now, but I, I do see what yoga brings you and how it connects your spirit, your body, and how it makes you feel more confident. Exactly. And, and this is the thing is yoga was a beautiful practice to do, but I believe I, it could have been any hobby or anything that I chose to do where that gave me the confidence that I needed to show up again on the, on the photo shoots with my confidence. So the yoga was amazing because it brought me more aware, more self-aware. But if I had gotten really into art and I started painting and I started seeing results and progress from my painting, that could have given me confidence as well. So I believe that for anybody, when you find an activity that you love and that you start doing and you start seeing progress, that is really going to help build your confidence as well. 
Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. What a wonderful first episode. And I'm so excited that we do get to talk again. Great. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. And I talk to you soon. Thank you. Well, what a fun episode with Alicia. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, it gives me some ideas to go through my wardrobe and to really have a look what needs to go and what can stay and, yeah, how to have more fun in the fashion department, so to speak. I really hope you got some nice tips out of this and you enjoyed the episode make sure you subscribe to heart sales podcast you give it a rating and a review and you hop on over to christineschlansky.com slash podcast and find all the resources alicia's amazing gift as well as the keynote as well as the show notes the transcript and all the social media links they are just one click away so that you can connect and follow Alicia's fun journey. Make sure you tune in for the next episode with her where we're going to go deeper and we're going to talk about aligning your clothes so that you can be authentic. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world and I'm saying bye for now. Bye.